while growing up, you know, I always wish I had bigger eyes, mm-hmm. right? Just because, you know, when I was little, you know, the kids would always do the the little Asian eyes, oh, the, the no. pulling. Oh, no. Yeah, because I was one of the, the few, you know, Asian person right. in where the, we grew up. Yeah, in the class. Yeah. And it started from like elementary school. You know, they would they would <laughs> do the Asian eyes and start like, you know, speaking like their the Asian accent. Yeah. And yeah. It's silly. It's silly. I know it's it's you know in the mirror but it's look, real though too if like, i look at it objectively then it, it's it's not even there but sure. in my head right it's it's it feels real we all have them it's just um how do you react to them, how yeah? you react to it you know learn how to build confidence learn to love yourself be nice to yourself yeah um and it takes and it takes practice because it's practice easy to time. say that yeah. though too yeah like, it's it's easier said than done Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. This is Linda. Welcome, welcome. This is Will. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. And for you first-time listeners, hello. Hi. (laughs) We just had cake. Yeah, you're a little hyper. It's that time of day too where when she doesn't, yeah, when she doesn't get her snack or if she doesn't have some sort of caffeine in her, she starts becoming very irritable. Very annoyed, easy, like just easily. I just get hangry. You get super hangry, and then you're like, like I don't know what's the word to describe it, like mopey, unpleasant. Okay, I'm glad you acknowledge that. <laughs> I am very glad you acknowledge I that. I have never denied it. Yeah, because I'm like, or or you can't focus. I'm like, we're trying to get ready for this podcast, and you're just like on your phone the whole time. I was participating. Okay, and and I would stand there purposely. I'm like, what do you think? And I'll just wait because you're on your phone. Anyway, like, I want to talk about it. my cake. Yeah, I got to put you on blast. It's okay. <laughs> I want to talk about my cake. So, oh, yeah, that cake was so good. So good. So my mom made us a, um, a rum banana pudding cake. Yeah. It's so good. It's... I think it's it's bananas from our garden. It's like these special. Yeah, I was banana. gonna say your your dad has, has like a, a whole freaking farm or something back there. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's crazy. It's just an example, a papaya tree. It's like a small little papaya <laughs> tree, probably only like um I don't know, like nine feet tall. It's pretty short, yeah. and it has like twenty papayas on there. I'm like, how? Yeah. Yeah, he just has a really green thumb. So he grows everything for us. So he grows these. Um, no, no, no. He doesn't grow it for us. He grows it for yeah, his but house, right? I, yes, yes. But then not, we always not, but not for us, <laughs> but for for us, the family. Meaning, yeah. When I was living there as a oh, kid, okay, okay, right? true. Like he wanted us to, um, you know, experience a lot of these tropical fruits that. He, you know, he used to eat as a child, right? Like uh, back in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. So he would grow like um, dragon fruits. Explain lo- to people what may who may not know what dragon fruit it's is. It's just I don't know. How to, it's just this. this it it kind of looks like a dragon egg, if you know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can no, Google it's, it. It's yeah, like yeah. a fruit. It's, it's an a, exotic fruit. Yeah. Yeah. So he grew a lot of exotic fruits when we were, um, you know, when we lived there. And he grew. Um, a, he has a couple of banana trees. For, like um, this, the the type is like a Vietnamese banana. 
Yeah, it's so a little shorter. different. Yeah, it's a little different from the the bananas you you see in the market. The flesh is very like dense. Yeah, and very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, can I can I just say that it's like a sweet plantain? She was very pissed when I, I called pissed, it a plantain. But I'm like, it's not a plantain though. He but, kept calling it, it a plantain. But think about it like a plantain, right? Yeah, it's thick it, and dense like yeah, a plantain. Yeah, but it's a lot shorter and it's stubby. Yeah, and it's, it's blocky, right? Yeah. It's like blocky. you don't call every banana a plantain. Okay, fine. I, 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 we had to Google search this to, <laughs> to basically um, find out for sure. Yeah. So that the argument could stop. But we were, <laughs> this is the crap we were bickering about. <laughs> I kept calling it a plantain. I'm like, oh, it's a plantain. I knew it was irking you. So I just kept like saying that it was a Vietnamese plantain, but, <laughs> but a sweet plantain, just so that people that may not be familiar with how that banana um, strain looks like. Yeah. They, they have an image in their mind. But yeah, yeah, and it's not like um, a plantain where you have to cook it. You can eat it raw. raw. Yeah, it's, it's so sweet. sweet. It's yeah. really sweet. You don't like it though. No, it's too dense. Not not that you normally like bananas. Uh, I, I really like bananas, but um, this one in particular is really good. Yeah. Even my family uh, thought it was delicious. Your mom loved it. <laughs> yeah. She was so excited yeah. for the bananas. And yeah. then... Um, he also has like persimmons, right? That that's just coming yeah, to fruition. Coming. Um, we have um, passion fruits. I don't know. We have quite a quite a bit. Yeah, and then veggies too. Veggies so. too. Yeah. So my mom, she makes the the cake every year around, you know, towards the end of the year now when the bananas are ripe. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of one of those treats where I get. Usually only get once a year, right? Because you can't buy these banana at the the supermarket, and sometimes when they do, they have them frozen. But um, for some reason, I don't, I'm not sure if it's not ripe enough, but it's very um, tart. Mm, it's see. like it has. It's not sweet. Sweet. They probably freeze it when it's like green still. Yeah, right? yeah. I think it's not extra ripe. But to, in order to make this cake, you need this type of banana. Okay. Yeah, because of the the density doesn't fall apart, and so it just reminds me of my my childhood and yeah. and I got so excited. I was like, I thought about it and I, I put in a request, and she made it. <laughs> she made the cake like the next day, so that's really exciting. Yeah, and she was happy to do it because she's probably so bored at home right now. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else to do. All right, bake a cake, sure. Bake three, fine. Yeah, I think <laughs> she made like um five. Oh, for real? Yeah. I, I didn't well, know we that. took two. And then they oh, that's had, right. Yeah, they had like we took two. Three. I thought we took three, but two. Yeah, yeah, we no, took two. And then she still had like three left. Yeah, she's probably gonna give it away to the neighbors. But yes, that was our dessert today. So good. And it's only what four o'clock. Yeah, well, you're gonna we have, have another, another slice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's be real. It's you're okay. gonna have that. <laughs> it's only once a year. Uh, but it was good. All right. Well, let's let's get into our topic for today. What's our topic? Learning to be comfortable in your own skin. Wow. Are you comfortable in your own skin? We're getting, working on it. <laughs> We're, I, I feel like it's always a work in progress. I don't think you could truly ever, you know, don't have any insecurities anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we were just talking about it earlier, but I feel like especially when you're younger, you mm-hmm. definitely have more insecurities whether it's about your body, especially as as a teenager, right? You're going through changes and things like that, or, um, you know, just your identity. There's a lot of things, right, that you're insecure about. And then as you get older, 
I feel like some of those insecurities diminish, but they never really fully go away, mm-hmm. at least in the th- cases that I think about. Um, but I feel like you get better at dealing with those insecurities because from time to time, even now, we have those moments of weakness you yeah. know, where you you doubt yourself or you don't like something about yourself or whatever it is. And I think people hopefully can relate to that. You know, anybody out there might have had those feelings before. Yeah. And I think it comes with wisdom and, and age. I feel like you just care less about what people <laughs> think about you, right? Yeah. It's just one of those things. But I have to um, acknowledge it takes time to build that confidence. Yeah. It's, it wasn't always like that. No, it's not easy at all. It's easy to say. And it's almost like logically you understand I shouldn't care so much about X. Yeah. But it's hard to actually do sometimes. Yeah. But even to this day, even things that I know are not true. But the fact that I still bring it up and talk about it means that it still bothers me to some <laughs> bothers level. Bothers you enough, right? To, right? Uh, to have to talk about and it, to vocalize it. And certain things stand out more than others. Yeah. So you want to share something maybe with the Ooh, audience? <laughs> who should I put on blast? Whoa. Okay. I thought I meant like you were going to put yourself on blast, um, but <laughs> sure. Well, I think, you know, these... Don't look in my direction. Uh, well, no. Um, I think insecurities you know, comes from, you know, past experience where someone makes you feel um, less than adequate, right? Mm. Or or they make you feel like you're not good enough to be yourself. Yeah. Or you're... Who you are isn't good enough. Yeah, who you are isn't but good enough. But do you enough. really think that's coming from somebody else or do you think that's more internal, like how we view it? Well, I think it's what they say to you and then you <laughs> internalize it. Oh, so you've actually had someone or some people that have said something, actually verbalizing yeah. that to you before. Yeah, I mean, I've been told, this is crazy, okay? This is in college. In so, college? So some guy what, had the 20, balls. 20, no, in your 18, something no, like that? 20, probably like 20. 20, okay. Someone had the balls to tell me in class that it's okay if I don't make it through college. I could just marry rich because <laughs> I'm a girl. Wow, okay. And I remember it that Wait, this day. was a classmate? Yeah. Or was it just somebody randomly no, walking by? No, it's a by? classmate. They were sitting in class with you? What What brought about I that remark? I don't know what I, we were doing. That we makes, probably had a group project. <laughs> it's, I could just imagine. You just sit down for class and all of a sudden, hey, by the way. <laughs> hey, by the way, it's okay. No, I think we were like, <laughs> like doing, out of nowhere. doing like a group project or something. Was it somebody, was it like an acquaintance or was it just like somebody you met for the first time in class? Or? I, think, I, don't, I didn't even know him that well. Oh, and you, I'm assuming you don't talk to that person anymore. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> okay. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, wait, we're in the same class together, yeah. right? What makes you think it's that I don't want to accomplish things on my own and that I have to, you know, marry someone rich to, you know, create the life that I want to create for myself. So how did that make you un- like self-conscious though? Yeah, I like, think... Like did that, those, those words obviously wounded you. I think it wounded me from, you know, prior experience. I think it hurts mm-hmm. more because uh, it made me question myself like, am I not smart enough? Is Does this guy think I'm dumb? Is that why he feels Felt like it's need. okay to yeah. say that to me? Like to comfort me? Because I think... 
you know, like back, let's trace back. Yeah. Starting from. I think this goes deeper yeah, or deeper further than, back than I, just what happened in I don't college. think it would hurt yeah. as much if, you know, I had the confidence before thinking that I was like smart. Sure. You know, like if you already had like a level of confidence mm -hmm. and, and self-worth and you had thick skin and all yeah. that. Yeah. Because at that moment... I did not have that. You weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't you there yet. You weren't the same as you are today. Exactly. Right. Now, if he said that, I would probably just laugh at his face. Or slap him or something. No, no I wouldn't slap him. I don't believe in violence, but no. Get him back in other ways. No, I would probably Good just laugh at him, right? It just like, be like... You're a fool. Yeah, you're a fool. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I know what you would do. You'd probably clown him somehow. Yeah, or, I would. Or clap back. Clap back. Knowing oh, me, I would probably clap back at but him. But good for you for done the self-restraint by not clapping his face, you know? It's well, like, I didn't have the confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yet. But anyways, let's let's take that step back. Let's take it, take it back. Okay. So I, I think, you know, it kind of started in junior high and high school, right? I was never that smart student. Um, I was never the superstar, you know, the ones. I was what do you always, mean you weren't the smart student? What are you talking about? I was never like that, you know. Those, straight A student? You weren't the straight A student? No, I was not the straight 4. A student. 4.5 no. GPA or so something? So it is definitely not me. <laughs> yeah, I always, do you remember that? It's like, oh, I got uh, like a four point something. I'm like, 4.3, how, how's that possible? How's that possible? I thought the max is 4.0. Yeah, Anyways. they do like I don't know advanced classes and they get the extra, extra credit, credit or yeah. whatever. I don't I don't know. Um, so I wasn't like that super academic superstar superstar or anything. I was always just mediocre. You know, everything about me just felt mediocre, despite what my parents thought. You know, parents, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to my parents, I'm probably like, oh my gosh, she's a genius. But no, in <laughs> my baby's a genius. My baby's a genius, <laughs> but in reality mediocre at, uh -huh. its, at its finest and right? you can say that objectively right yeah okay i'm not gonna um toot my own horn because i know like you know ad academically back then average okay if anything um actually below average because i had an incident where i was taking my first ap class What's and i'm AP not class Just it's like it's like um know. i guess like college level class in high school in high school yeah yeah where you if you pass the ap exam i don't know if if it, they still exist today but i think they do yeah but yeah if you pass it then you get a college credit for right. that so basically that was my first ap class but i'm not gonna name which one you know don't yeah, want to yeah. put anyone <laughs> on blast um but this in this prof this teacher told me that i should consider dropping the class because uh they don't think that i would make it and you know what i that did you would you would you wouldn't pass the class yeah <clears throat> and, and, you know, and did you end up taking the class or did you drop i dropped it oh no yeah i dropped the class why because because of what he said because of what he said i you I, believed him i believed him you know wow. and but if you know because truly i was i was you know, suffering in that class a bit because to me, it was kind of a boring topic in my eyes. Sure. It wasn't something that you enjoyed learning about. Exactly. But, you know, if if he was to take the time and kind of gave me a word of encouragement or, you know, or tie the class into some, you know, life perspective, right? Yeah. I probably would have tried. 
Yeah. Just to try to also, uh, because somebody has faith in you and they let you know, mm -hmm. you don't want to let them down. You might try harder. Yeah, right? I might try harder and I might actually pass. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so, so, you know, with that experience and, you know, my grades weren't always the, the finest. Um, and I never felt like I was a superstar in any of the classes, like some of the, the people that they would praise, the teachers would praise. Yeah. Um, you know, going to college, I didn't feel like I had that. Uh, I, I felt like I, I didn't feel like I had that confidence. Did you feel like you deserved to be there in, in college? In college with your classmates? Yeah, at that I did. Okay. Because it was, you know, and at that point, nothing is uh, looking back now. I'm glad I made that choice, but I went to a uh, Cal State, right? Mm -hmm. And it didn't, it, back then, it wasn't anything prestigious. Right. It was just like I felt almost like a community school, mm -hmm. which is fine, you know, because I made something of myself from there. And I, I got an amazing education. Right. Um, you know, people don't talk about it much, but those state schools, their classes are really small. Yeah. You get, you get more intimate. Setting. Personalized. You get so much attention from your professor, like a lot of one on one to help you you know, get through the courses, uh -huh. you know, so I, I, it was almost like a blessing right. that I, I did that route. Um, but, you know, from not having the, the confidence and then going to college and then having someone say that to you, it makes me feel yeah. almost like I'm dumb. Like I, it, I can see how that it's kind of like, it almost like what he said was like, telling you what you've been thinking that exactly. you weren't good enough right or mm -hmm. that you weren't smart enough yeah and yeah i mean i could definitely see how carrying that from high school up to college and then having actually someone almost like confirming that. Yeah. what your suspicion was that probably was so hurtful and also like it probably made you feel even more conscious self-conscious Mm -hmm. and uncomfortable in your own skin as, yeah. as who you are. So what, what happened after that? I think what happened after that was I kind of wanted to prove him wrong. Did you? So you got angry? Yeah, it made me angry that... I bet. <laughs> yeah, that... But you know what? That would have been... Um, crappy if... You know, by him saying that caused me to like reconsider yeah. re reconsider my dreams, right? Oh, yeah. So I that's think true. that's also a lesson in itself to be very careful what you say to people. Words have power. Yeah, it's yes. In this case, it fueled me, right? And I wanted to show show that person that I'm not a dummy. So, right. you know, I made sure I aced the class. Yeah, you studied extra hard for it. Yeah, but. But, but not everybody responds like that, right? Exactly. Some so, people might, like you said, do the opposite, and it might crush them. And they, they just say, you know what? You're they're right. I'm I'm out. Yeah. Kind of like almost like in high school, with that happening to you, you dropping the class. Mm -hmm. Who knows, right? What could yeah. have happened? Yeah, I could have dropped the class. I don't know what happened. Right, it right. was just a change in attitude. Maybe yeah. I was just sick of hearing how dumb I was. You know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but you know, now looking back, I'm not dumb and that took a lot of experience, a lot of 
successes and failures and building my confidence to come to this day when I'm like, no, I'm a smart one, mm-hmm. right? And it. But for the longest time, that's kind of what you felt mm-hmm. inside was you you weren't comfortable with kind of like who you were at that time, right? Yeah, and that also affected my social life too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've talked about this before where, you know, I would go on trips with you and to talk to like someone I didn't know was such an uncomfortable experience uh. just because I felt like what I said, have, what I had to say at that moment was not, it's not significant, uh. right? Because I'm not, smart so you yeah i i think i i can agree with you on that and i feel some of that too because part of what some of my insecurities for i think when i was shy um very shy was i didn't want to verbalize or articulate what i thought because i didn't know how it was going to be received Mm -hmm. you know oh if i say this people might laugh at me or they might think i'm stupid or it might sound stupid right but it's kind of like that thing that kept you from opening your mouth and expressing yourself yeah like i would rehearse the line i was gonna say in my head like 10 times before i would actually even have the courage to say it yeah like that's how sad it was but that's crazy right from the, the the way you view yourself um and you not being comfortable with just believing in your own opinion and your thoughts that it's i am valid right Mm -hmm. as a person and my thoughts are valid my opinions are valid and you have a right to express them yeah um even if people don't agree that's okay you still should have an opinion yeah you know and i feel like if the people that they can't respect you for having a different opinion or outlook on you know anything any topic as long as, you, of course, you're respectful, right? Uh-huh. If they can't even be cordial or respectful, then they're not even worth having in your life. Yeah. And th- they're not important. Well, they're not worth stressing over either. No. Like, who cares what they think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, that's that's a big thing for sure. Um, like I was saying, you know, I can definitely relate to what you're saying because of that, those same feelings for myself. Um, you know, I was that kid when I was younger that would always choose to sit in the back of the class because I didn't want to draw attention to myself. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't want the teacher to pick on me. <laughs> oh. Right? Like, hey, what do you think, yeah. Will? And, and it's like, oh, uh, I don't know. I would right? never raise my hand. Yeah, I would never volunteer. No. Um, I would never be that kind. I mean, part of it is also because I, the way I operate too, and I noticed, I noticed this about myself, is I like to kind of take in what other people are saying and think, Uh, and then think about it before I make form an opinion about it because I don't like to just jump into um, saying something that I might regret. Mm -hmm. So I'm the type that I like to listen to what people have to say and then use that information like, oh, that that person actually has a good point. Oh, that that person too. Or that piece of what they said makes sense to me. Um, And in the past, I would do that, but then I still wouldn't say anything. But now, flat, fast, fast forward through experience, through uh, the work that I do, I've learned to be able to take that process of thinking, taking the information in, but then also vocalizing it when I have to or or even when I don't have to. I, f- I feel this need now. Like I want to at least let people know what I think. 
and then just leave it at that, right? Yeah. They can take it however they want. But I know that I would be self-conscious in the past because I would think about it. It's like, oh, but that person sounds so smart when they say it. How's it going to sound when I say it? Yeah. Or am I, am I thinking about this the right way? Is what I'm thinking about like a dumb idea? You know, you kind of question your own thoughts, which is very unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we're, we're kind of so mean to ourselves sometimes mm-hmm. without knowing it. Yeah. But I think it starts small. Yeah. Like vocalize something once and you're like, hey, they laughed or hey, yeah. they thought I was interesting. You didn't die, right? I like, didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't explode. I said, yeah. I, it's okay. Isn't it silly? Sometimes yeah. you think about it and it's like, if I say this, the whole class or the whole audience is going to laugh, laugh at, at me. me or they're yeah. going to um, ridicule me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're going to basically make me feel like crap. But then when you, when you actually muster up the courage, for whatever reason, I think for me, the when I finally kind of started speaking up was um, just because I got sick of being like just not voicing my opinion and my thought. It's, it's so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, because after if you're quiet about something in this case like that I'm talking about and I was questioning my own thoughts and then someone else said the thing that I was planning on saying, then I'm like, oh, no, I should have just said it. Yeah. Right. It's like. And, and they get applause for it or they people laugh or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started realizing I'm just going to say it and just express my thought. And I don't care if people laugh, if, if that was my intention or um, if I was going to say something humorous or if I was going to, you know, say something that I believed in. I didn't worry so much about whether people would support that idea or not. Yeah. And that was OK. But it felt so good to finally just say it out. You know, whenever mm-hmm. I, I felt the need to, a strong need to do so. Yeah. But like you said, that doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes no. a lot of time and experience. And and uh, there are moments where it backfires on you, right? But you live. And that's the thing. Yeah. You didn't die. Nothing bad thi- happened. You grow thicker skin. <laughs> yeah. And you build some tolerance towards it. Yeah. And what, what you realize is as a person, everyone, they're interesting in their own ways. Yeah. Right? Um, no two people are alike. Exactly. No, they don't go through the same experiences. So their outlook on life or view on a topic will always have a different spin. Yeah. And I think just recognizing that everybody has insecurities. Everybody has stuff that they question or doubt about themselves. Yeah. And what's funny too is a lot of times we're so worried about what other people might be thinking about us. But what's the reality? The reality is most people are worried about themselves. Yeah. Feeling insecure themselves. They're too busy thinking about their own stuff to even care. Like sometimes we, I guess we, maybe it's our ego. We think everybody's looking and watching us the whole time or whatever, right? Or caring about how, you know, I have a zit on my face or this little blemish that people don't even won't They're even probably staring know, at it. Yeah, yeah, about unless you draw attention to it. But it's just like you realize it's like most people, mm, sorry, dude, you're not the center of the universe. They don't care. Right? Yeah. They care more about their own lives. That's fine. It's like for the longest time, I was shy about going to the, the gym, like one of those workout classes. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to look silly or, you, you, know, yeah. you know, I don't want to not be able to complete the exercise and for the people to think I'm weak 
or right. this or that or right. judge me on my form or <laughs> you know but what i realized going through the class when i took a moment <laughs> to just look around like you know it's one of those moments right you're doing exercise or yeah. And you're looking around and well, most people are so focused on themselves. They're not even looking up at the mirror at you. Seriously. So, you know, it just shows you that sometimes it's just in your head. Right. It's, it's, and if some, someone did say something mean to you, um, you know, it's important to recognize that it's not you. They have insecurities that they're That's hiding where it comes themselves. From. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. And you know, sometimes you just need to remind yourself you are perfect the way you are. Yeah, I think you just have to accept that you have special and unique abilities, qualities, tra- qualities traits, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you should feel the need to have to change those things to make somebody else happy, right? Or to conform to what society tells us is normal or beautiful or anything like that you know because i think a lot of people when we're talking about insecurities Mm -hmm. uh, i think looks physical appearance is a big thing too yeah most of us we get insecure about a body part or um you know a birthmark or whatever right something that we can visually see and sometimes what's funny is like again like i was saying you look at it in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, that thing is like so glaringly ugly or whatever. Yeah. But to most people, they probably don't even notice it or at least they don't think it's that big of a deal, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you ever had that experience, you know, ever in your life where you felt like, oh, I didn't like my hair or I didn't like the shape of my eyes or whatever, you know, anything like that? Um, I think... So I think especially as women, it's hard, right? Yeah. Harder. I, I, Not that guys don't face that stuff either. We we deal with stuff like that as yeah. well. I think um, while growing up, you know, I always wish I had bigger eyes, mm-hmm. right? Just because. Um, Your you eyes know, are pretty big. Though. I know. They are. They're, <laughs> they are. But I think the reason why I felt like I wanted them bigger uh-huh. is because, what you know, when I was little you know the kids will always do the the little asian eyes the, oh, no. the pulling oh no yeah because i was one of the the few you know asian person right. in where the, we grew up yeah in the class yeah and it started from like elementary school you know they would they would <laughs> do the asian eyes and start like you know speaking like their the asian accent yeah and, yeah. and, and i i think those kids like kids at that age they just don't know better they don't right? know better but they're not deliberately trying to be racist it's just like kids being immature yeah. you know or they they that was a behavior that they mimicked from somebody else from somebody else which right. is terrible yeah. yeah so i always thought that you know that my eyes looked the way that they were portraying it mm-hmm. to, to look which you know yeah. doesn't even look like that no in reality and no asian person's eyes looks like that right it's so exaggerated yeah it's, like, it's, it's like, crazy it's, it's uh, yeah so i always felt insecure like is something wrong with me something wrong with my eyes like Mm -hmm. you know i always wanted bigger eyes and and insecure that you know i have a hooded lid or you know oh that's a big thing huh especially Mm -hmm. in asians with like the double eyelids or whatever yeah 
I do have a double eyelid, but mine is hooded. Uh-huh. So I've always been insecure with that. And I'm like, oh, does it? Yeah. Do, do my eyes look droopy? You know, I, right. it's silly. It's silly. I know it's it's you know in the mirror. But it's look, real though too. If like, I look at it objectively, then it, it's it's not even there. But sure. in my head, right? It's it's it feels real. It it's a lot of times when it's in our own head, it's bigger than it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I speaking of that, it's like I forgot who it was, but wasn't there like a an Asian woman that tried to like do surgery on her eyes to get like a a double eyelid? I think that's or something? very common in Asia. Yeah. It's like number one surgery, right? Yeah, like I don't have anything against surgery. You know, I I feel like cosmetic surgery, cosmetic or- surgeries. I am all for it if you're doing this for yourself. You know, if this makes you happy, go for it. Yeah, like, I agree with that. No judgment. Um, but I think you should only do it if it's for yourself. If it and, truly makes you happy yeah. and it's something. And you're not doing it for some other person or you're not doing it just because society is telling you right. to do so. Or that you feel like something is wrong with you and you have to change it so that other people like you for it. Yeah. Um, I think... You know, do the surgery if that makes you happy, but don't yeah. do it, you know, just for somebody else. Yeah. Right. Because for the longest time, and I've been pretty open about this with Will and actually all my friends, is that yeah. I've always wanted to get a boob job. Um, and, but I did not get one because number one, I'm deathly afraid of surgery yeah. and blood and anything wound. And yeah, I'm just, that's just not me. That's, that's my number one. Uh-huh. And my number two, I just felt like, you know, if I didn't get... Because I, I had to trace back, right? Why I really wanted to get it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, if we're objective, right? I have a very petite body, you know, very quote-unquote yeah. boyish, right? Um, and growing up, you know, people would tease me about it and and say stuff like, you know, you're so flat, the wall is jealous. You know, oh my God. <laughs> I know Damn, it's, kids it's, are freaking mean. Kids dude. are mean. Yeah. And, you know, and that kind of got ingrained into me. Yeah. Especially at that time, like most of my friends, they were curvy. Right. Uh-huh. And it made me very insecure, like something was wrong with my body. Sure. Um, and so I always thought, OK, when I grow up, I'm going to get a boob job. Right. But then, you know, when I was old enough and and when I can pay for one, I decided not to get one because I just felt like um, it wasn't if it was up to me alone, like and, you know, I didn't get teased about it. I wouldn't even have known or cared or felt insecure because my body is proportionate to my little petite five feet tall body. Right. Your frame. My frame. Yeah. And I'm not. And just like the way I was built, um, I probably wouldn't even cared. But so as a way of rebelling against, you know, what was said to me and over the years, learning to appreciate my little petite body, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I just decided that that is not the path I'm going to take. I think it was, uh, I mean, we've talked about it in the past, like you've brought it up to me for sure. And and I think what I noticed was that you had to almost learn to be really honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's hard, right? Yeah. Like you had to kind of learn to talk to yourself in a way where it's like, do I really, truly want this? Is this really important to me? 
Or is it because I feel like I have to do this for whatever reason? Yeah. Right. And I think that was nice to see that you came to the conclusion and that you were able to face yourself um, and be perfectly honest and be like, well, if, if I had a choice, I... It's not even it, that it, yeah. Yeah, important to me at the end of the day. Right. It wasn't to begin with. Yeah. You know? It wasn't to be in with. I wasn't self-conscious until I got teased right. about it. Um, and then, you know, I learned to really appreciate, you know, my petite frame, right? Um, as I was going like sample shopping, I realized, hey, I fit in all these little itty bitty clothes. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> nice to buy things at a discount. Yeah. <laughs> But that's, you know, all joking aside, it's, it's, it took, definitely took time. And I'm glad that I didn't go through with the, the surgery. Um, just because I think that's one of the things I might, I might feel like I would regret after, yeah. after doing this surgery because, uh, you I would have done it for the wrong reason. I would have done it yeah. for the wrong reason. It wasn't to make me happy, yeah. but it's just to satisfy all those people that made fun of me. Right. And, and the thing is, that's the thing, right? Like, um, you know, we have friends uh, or yeah. people that we know that have gone through with it and that's fine. And they, but they're it's super happy super about it happy. because they yeah. did it for the right reason. Yeah. Cause it's not a, um, it's not one of those things where it's just like, okay, I think I'll do it. And then you just go. Right. I yeah. mean, there are risks involved. That there's risks and there's, it's a lifetime thing, you know, I mean, you could always change it, but it, there's always a risk every time. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, you see these shows, too, where they talk about the people that get addicted to, like, plastic surgery because they have, a, like, what is it, body dysmorphia? Is that what it is? Yeah. Or just that that goes beyond, like, you know, um, insecurities. But mm -hmm. for them, they just always see something. After they get one thing done, then they see, a, they find another thing that is a flaw in their mind. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's never a never-ending cycle. Yeah. Right? Which is a shame. And so I think that's, wow, thank you for sharing that. I mean, that's uh, that's not easy. Um, and it's not easy to go through something like that. Yeah. You know, where somebody says something and then, you know, you get tempted. Like, mm -hmm. should I change that? Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. You start questioning yourself. It's like, oh, yeah. is something wrong with me? Or am I not, am I not beautiful because, you know, I don't fit the... The, no, the standard or what, what society, you know, society tells us tells is, us is yeah. beautiful. Sure. Yeah. I, I think from, I, and I'm sure there's people like listeners out there that can definitely relate, right, to that. Um, I, I see that, especially nowadays with social media, right? There's so much perfection, mm -hmm. right, online that you do compare yourself sometimes to those people or what's shown on there and you yeah. you start looking at your own body and, and start going why doesn't my body look like that yeah or you know social media takes it to another level yeah. i feel but it can bring out insecurities in us you know absolutely. what i mean absolutely yeah absolutely and and i think you that's where we have to be very careful right and um self-aware of how are we talking to ourselves mm -hmm. and are we kind to ourselves? You know what I mean? Like sometimes we're just so critical of everything, um, whether it's physical appearance or, or um, what we say, what we do, right? Um, I know we talked about this before too, but uh, you had mentioned like with the podcast, you know, one of your insecurities was oh, my like, voice. the sound of your voice and if, if it would sound I th good. I think um, I, I, like the first like what couple episodes 
I couldn't listen to myself. <laughs> you refused to. It was so funny. I refused to. I was like, hey, you sound pretty good. Like, you know, because I, I was listening, editing the, uh, the, the, podcast. the podcast. And I was like, hey, it, it, it sounds great. The quality came out good, like really nice and all that. You wouldn't believe me and you wouldn't. You refused to listen. Yeah. 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 So thank you for the listeners that have uh, given us some positive, some kind words. <laughs> it's definitely helped with, um, you know, the the encouragement and the um, positive reinforcement, right? Yeah. Maybe give you. I would some have extra never confidence. done this podcast if it wasn't for you. For me. Yeah. yeah. If you didn't want to do it, this is not something I would wake up and say. <laughs> I want to start podcasting. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. No. Yeah. But it's funny because I we were just talking about this in the car the other day, too, where uh, I feel like this podcast has been so good and therapeutic for us because it gives us really an opportunity to to articulate our, our thoughts and mm-hmm. our opinions and our views uh, and have have a way to channel, you know, some of the stuff that's up here, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. because sometimes it, I don't know about you, but like I have a hard time bottling stuff up you know that by yeah. now about we'll me we'll talk to the wall if you have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh there's a lot of thoughts that go through my head and and i have opinions and things like that that i like to share and and i i feel very uncomfortable until i can express those thoughts whether it's to a friend or to you know somebody that mm-hmm. can listen or or empathize or whatever right like i just need to get that out yeah and i felt like that's why what drove me, you know, I, when I learned about podcasts and I enjoy listening to podcasts. So uh, I love like just having it on like during chores or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and it's very comforting for me to to have like a, somebody having a conversation. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I resonated very well with that. And, and it made me want to have a platform to channel all those thoughts and, and feelings. So yeah. it's been really nice. Yeah. And I think it's liberating to be able to talk about. Um, just certain topics and to share with the world like yeah being vulnerable what your yeah. You, yeah what what insecurities you have right because mm-hmm. then it kind of you know forces you to work on those insecurities i think it's empowering too you know yeah. because when you're honest not just to yourself i mean that's always number one but if you're able to be open about it too takes the power away from the people or the things that make you insecure and it gives you back that power mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah you kind of take back control of it yeah right it's kind of like you can't put me down anymore because i own it you yeah. know and that's a very powerful feeling it's a very invigorating feeling you know yeah. um but i think with insecurities um as far as like how to maybe deal with them because like i said you know we're not perfect by any means no. and we definitely still have these insecurities from time they to time still come up. they creep up yeah. and and you have your moments yeah you there know? are moments when i still talk about you know getting a boob job even though after i've established <laughs> they didn't want it i still talk about yeah. it yeah there are there are moments where I feel the need to speak up, but I'm intimidated by the people in the room because I think they're so much smarter or, yeah. you know, they're more successful and I'm, I'm afraid to voice my opinion. Yeah. You know, last year I went to a convention where um, I was in a mastermind group where I was in a room basically with people 
like what 30 to 50 people that were making seven eight figure incomes like very very financially successful people and they went around the room you know you got to share your thoughts on certain things and I, I just I felt like I didn't belong there like mm-hmm. uh, and I felt like well everybody's smarter than me what could I possibly share with people yeah. in that room and um, I forgot what it was that we were talking about but it I remember the 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 host of that convention um he he put me on the spot and then it was it was very scary but they they did ask me what i thought and then um i shared my opinion and uh people were very supportive it wasn't like it was like oh my god you know mind Mind blown blown, or anything but it was again i was building it up on in my head my own securities were coming out again even though even though um you know at the the information of the topic that we were talking about is something I'm very familiar with. Mm-hmm. I just for some reason I felt like big tense. Yeah, I was yeah. tensed up again. I was like, I felt like I was smaller than everybody else, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, you got to have a little bit of that humbleness and like they were they they, they always say, um, if you're in a room and you you feel like you're not a little bit intimidated, you're in the wrong room, yeah. right? I mean, that's one of the sayings, but I, that's how I felt. But it does creep back from time to time. You would think, you know, after over a decade of doing what I do for a living and being in the room, just talking about that stuff, I would be okay and not be afraid. But nope, it creeps right back up. Yeah. You know, and I, and even more recently at the, or not more recently, but even like when I had to get up and do public speaking, right, for our wedding, um, you know, I was a little nervous on that as well. And I was insecure, like, oh, are people going to laugh at the jokes that I put in there? Are people, what are people going to say and think about it? You know, mm-hmm. so it still you've comes up. you've been doing public time. speaking for, for like <laughs> over ever, a decade. Over yeah. a decade. Yeah, exactly. And that little trauma that you had as a child comes yeah. right back up. I know. Isn't it crazy? It's just. And you always have to learn how to work through it. Right. right? Yeah. But the difference, I think, now for us is we acknowledge that. The insecurities are there um, and we don't let it cripple us Yeah. because I, regardless, you feel it, right? You feel the insecurity, but then you remind yourself, hey, you're not going to die. It's okay. No one's going to start bursting and <laughs> laughing. At, and if they do. Right. Um, and if they do. It's not about it's you. Not, it's not about you. And there's always a tomorrow. Yeah. And, and it's like the insecurity People that do that are, are mean to other people. A lot of times, it's it's a, just their own insecurities, mm-hmm. like you said. It's yeah. a reflection on them, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. Do you have anything else to add? I think. You know, with the whole being comfortable with your own skin. Yeah. Um. It's just identifying the issue. What caused you to feel that way? Or why are you so insecure? I think the first step is um, recognizing uh, what you're insecure about and really think about what caused it Hmm. and kind of work through that. And keep in mind, other people are insecure too. No one is. No one on this earth is not insecure about themselves. Even the most confident people, most charismatic people you see out there, Mm -hmm. like they have their moments of insecurity too. There are things that they're insecure about as well. Yeah. 
And even celebrities, like, yeah. you know, when you look at them, they're like, you think perfect, they're perfect, yeah. right? They look perfect, but then yet they talk about all these insecurities and things right. they want to fix, you yeah. know, because we all have them. It's just, um, how do you react to them? How yeah? you react to it, you know, learn how to build confidence, learn to love yourself, be nice to yourself. Yeah. Um, and it takes, and, it takes practice because it it's practice easy to time. say that yeah. though too. Yeah, like, it's it's easier said than done. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, know know that some once in a while you're gonna revert back to your insecure self or uh-huh. you know whatever you were insecure about and you've worked through. Right. Uh, knowing that it's okay. It's that, okay to feel insecure sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And just you know, at the end of the day, you only have one body yourself. There's and there's some things you just can't change. Yeah, and just just I guess just embrace it. Just embrace who you are. Sure. And and it's a work in progress, like you said, right? Absolutely. It cannot just you cannot expect it either to be well, I'm insecure about this. And then, you know, Linda and Will said that I should not be insecure about it. So therefore I'm gonna not be insecure anymore about it. Like, no, it's <laughs> if it only were, were that easy, right? Yeah. Um, it will take some time. But if you're if you own it, if you acknowledge it that that insecurity is there and then you you consciously work on that mm-hmm. and sometimes you just you need to be a little bit brave too to almost like just tackle it tackle yeah. that insecurity um but don't let it cripple you i think is kind of the the thing that i've learned mm-hmm. um but that's that's kind of the message i guess hopefully you guys found something valuable and helpful yeah and share with us um you know maybe different ways um you've done things you've done to help you build your confidence to make you more comfortable in your own skin yeah let us know share with the audience you know your tips may help somebody yeah absolutely um so if you enjoyed this episode please do make sure to give us a five-star rating and review on apple podcasts We're also available on other audio platforms, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And we're also on Instagram. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Magnetic Mismatch. And also um, make sure to uh, share our content with your family and friends. Uh, Anyone who who you think will um, enjoy our content or, you know, get some. Maybe some entertainment or yeah, value. value from it. Um, and we release a new episode every Thursday. So make sure you tune in. And until next time, bye. bye.